What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, code WBB. I'm your host, Daniel Ortiz. I got K-Dot with me. K-Dot, what's going on with you, brother? Tell me, how are you feeling this morning, man? How you feeling? Hey, yo, what up? What it is? What's popping? Listen, everything's all good. Um, You know, we had an incredible game last night. Uh, a, a magnificent game three. It looks like the Barclays Center was rocking. And I wish I was there in person um, to, to witness it. But we had some great basketball. We had some great uh, conversations afterwards. The game itself, you know, the game is the game. And somebody had to win. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. The Liberty, man. The Liberty went down to the to the Chicago Sky, 90 to 72. Chicago Sky moves on to the semifinals, WNBA semifinals, where they'll play either Dallas or Connecticut. You know, really competitive game to start. Then also, you know, the Sky, you know, pretty much kind of took over. Then the Liberty made a nice little run. And then we want to talk about it. So, okay, what's your initial takeaways from this game, man? Yeah, so the initial takeaways is, you know, congratulations to uh, the Chicago Sky because they they got the job done. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, if you will, it's more of a wake-up call for, for Chicago because the way that this series was predicted, it didn't go the way that, you know, that it was thought out, right? And I think that it was one of those things where Chicago was like, all right, I'm gonna stop playing. You know that that meme with the with the guys sitting back, you know, playing the video game, and then when you get serious, you know, you you sit up and your posture ends up getting a little a little more serious, and you know, you get a little focused. And I think that's what Chicago came out um with these last two games, and it's more credit to the the coaching staff and of course the players themselves for making the right adjustments, um because. Again, you know, the the Liberty came out in game one and, and to everybody it was it was a little bit of a shocker. So, you know, for them to take care of business, you know, in game two and then close it out in game three, you know, that was something, you know, worth seeing. And, you know, Candace Parker, you know, she was, of course, magnificent uh, near triple double, you know, Kalia Copper, magnificent sloop, magnificent Emma Misaman finally showed some, you know, showed that she, you know, could can affect the game. But of course, you know, we're talking about all these players on the sky and it's by committee, right? Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you have to credit the New York Liberty for their for their fight. Um, you know, they made it a series and they actually, you know, made this a game, <laughs> you know, until the latter part of the uh fourth quarter. So, you know, it, it was a great game regardless. And you know, I was just excited to see great basketball. And you know how we do, you know, as long as it's great basketball being shown, you know, we're satisfied. Yeah, my my, my initial takeaways was that, you know, this was like a, a really big team win for, for Chicago. You know, uh, yeah, six players in double figures led by Kalea Copper with 15 and Allie Quigley with 15. But like Courtney Vandersloot, bro, Courtney Vandersloot really be needing her flowers, man. I feel like sometimes she don't get enough credit as how great she is because of, you know, Sue Bird in the league and everything. And like her talent, bro, is just, is just elite. I went on a, well, not a rant, but I had to give her some praise yesterday. And I'm just like, you know, like, and I was talking to you about it and I'm just thinking like, Hey, talent for talent. Like is the gap really that big between Sue Bird and, and Vandersloot? I don't know. 
like, is Sue Bird even better than Van der Sloot or whatever? I think it's kind of even or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go there. We're going to go there, man. We're going to go there. We're going to go there. I just feel like if you put talent that Sue Bird had or her entire career with, with Sloot as well, I think that, you know, the conversation will kind of be, will, will be different. Sloot just, she just takes over. And then just like Sue Bird did it in um, Phoenix, Vandersloot offensively was was in her bag a little bit. Big shots playing with like emotion. Like I was just I was just really impressed and really like, wow. Like she really took the game by the horns and and directing the offense. It's not that she had 10 assists. She only had two turnovers and everything. And but also like Candace Parker, man, she had 14 points, 13 rebounds, eight assists, two blocks. Like, what more can you say about Candace Parker, man? Like she's just she just be trucking along, man. And like what I love about her is what I love about Asia Wilson and what also I love about, about Stewie, how they just affect the game everywhere else. And it looked like like she could dominate the game and take like 10, 11 shots. But she's getting her her team in the game with the assist. She's rebounding. She's defending. Like she's she's doing it all. And, and it's really dope to see her, you know, happy in a situation where, you know, she's able to thrive and, and try to get this second championship. But like, and, and for the Liberty though, man, like... I just felt like, like they didn't really want it. Kind of felt like when when um, Chicago went on their run, they first run. I just felt like the Liberty they would always hang their head until they hit a shot, and then they hit another shot, and then they be like, all right, cool, we good, we good, all right, let's go. And instead of just being like that at the um, throughout the game, because this is basketball, like you always say, it's a game of runs. I just kind of felt like the Liberty was hanging their heads a little bit. You know, you see them going to the bench. I'm just like, listen, you got a lot of time left. And then they go on a big run in the fourth quarter. They down 10. They cut it to three. And then I don't know what happened after that. Chicago just went on a 19-0 run. Blew the doors open for the game, man. And it was it was a wrap after that. And, you know, what's next? What's next for the Liberty? You know, I, I, I guess, you know, they're improving every year. Sabrina is, is, is finally, you know, really healthy. I think they got a bright future. I want to see um, Hong Shu. I really want to see her put in a lot of work this winter. Um, when she goes back to China and go play over there, because I kind of felt like she played a little bit soft. You know, I'm like, you 6'10", just be high with, with your hands and stuff. She was like, you know, dropping passes, you know, getting boxed out on rebounds, just getting out play. I think the, the the light was a little bit too big for her, you know, yesterday and stuff. But with Hong Chu, I still think that she had an impressive season. I just think that with her, she's going to be a great player in this league. And you can't teach height. All she got to do is get game reps, K-Dot. And think that she's going to have a bright career. And, you know, like, I feel bad for uh, Crystal Dangerfield, man. Oh, man, I feel bad for for, uh, Crystal Dangerfield, bro. Because I'm like, man, why is she not playing? Like, she, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, I get it. I get it. Because game two, she was, she was bad, right? But you never know. Like, you know, it's okay. You might get, she she might have to change it around for game three. You feel me? Man. I, I, felt, I felt bad, man. I was like, damn, Crystal James for not in the game. You just get the last couple of seconds, man. That's it. That's what we're doing here. So I guess, you know, uh, coach coach had to go with, you know, with what she felt was going to win the game and everything, you know. And um, also, like, Stephanie Dawson wasn't herself. It just felt like when the offense wasn't going their way, they wasn't doing the other things to help keep them in the game. But kudos to Chicago. Hey, we finally got to see some Dana Evans minutes, <laughs> finally. You know, like, we didn't see no D.D. Richards. Look, 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 Michaela Oyenwede, 90 seconds. I don't, I don't, I, I'm looking at it, I don't know. But another thing, too, like, um, like, Maureen, Maureen Johanna, she only took seven shots. 
And um, I think she had her first three threes, and then she just stopped shooting. I don't know, it was the offense or whatever. I don't know. And then the crowd, it didn't really feel like the crowd was in it either. So it didn't really feel like it was rocking. Like, like when you're looking at, you know, when you hear, you know, Seattle, Vegas, like it wasn't really rocking. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like the Liberty, man, they still got a lot of work to do, but they still on up and up. But um, it was it was it was a fun game until until the end. I don't know what happened, but when they went on a nineteen zero run, just like, yep, it's over, K dot, it's over. So let's kind of get into the coaching. Um, I, I I just observed a few things from a coaching standpoint last night that I just didn't understand. And of course, you know, who am I? I'm just your your average, you know, avid you know, basketball lover with uh, some pretty deep analysis and experience. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to talk my talk right now. And Don't forget the neighborhood nice guy, K-Dot. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Don't – you got you got to remember the neighborhood nice guy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> but I'm not going to be so nice this time, to be honest with you. Here we um, go. Let's get it. Uh-oh. Let's start off with Crystal Dangerfield. When you look at game one, she started that game, right? Sometimes basketball, am I going to repeat myself? Yes, I'm going to repeat myself. Sometimes basketball is like a game of checkers. It's not all about the pawns, the queens, the rooks, and your king. Sometimes it's just black and red. And I felt like from a coaching standpoint, the the strategy was a little bit overthought. Crystal Dangerfield, from a pace standpoint, can help you dictate certain paces of the offense now yeah is she undersized of course right compared to a sloot a quigs you know uh, a kai so defensively what is she going to do I, I get that i get that part of it but if you saw what uh chicago was doing i talk about all the time ball pressure and it was too many times and too often that Sabrina needed screens in the backcourt in order for her to get open. And that's all credit to Chicago's ball pressure, 94 feet with Rebecca Gardner and Kalia Copper um, just setting the tone, you know, from a ball handling standpoint. First things first, we kind of needed to get back to game one where Crystal Dangerfield was kind of bringing the ball up. Um, There was not a lot of ball pressure um, because Crystal Dangerfield was bringing the ball up and it changed the trajectory of the offense a lot because it was, it it was a a good time to allow Sabrina to get um, open off of dribble handoffs in the half court setting, coming off of pin downs, coming off of staggers. Um, she's, she was able to get into the paint, which she always does, right? Um, effectively. Um, but when she has the ball in her hand, 94 feet is definitely a lot more difficult to get into your offense with Sabrina. And I think what happened was Sandy Brondello saw that last three minutes and 31 seconds of the, of the first game. And she tried to replicate it for the remainder of the series and it didn't work. And the good idea of bringing uh, Marine Johannesson as a starter was definitely warranted. Of course, again, we're talking about size. You're going size for size. It was warranted. However, I do think that the staggered minutes of Crystal Dangerfield to help change pace of the offense, bringing in Marine Johannes, you know, with Crystal or even bringing in Sabrina Unescu 
with Crystal, that would have changed it defensively because if you look at the defensive markings last night, Sabrina and Marine did not look good together defensively. And I think that changed a lot and it kind of opened up Pandora's box of of issues um, when Chicago went on their run. This isn't necessarily a rant, just more so of an observation and what I probably would have thought would have happened. But at the same time, when you look at what Crystal Dangerfield was able to do for you all season long, for you to go away from that, especially in an important game like game three last night, it's kind of a head scratcher for me. And I just didn't understand it. I think that even with Crystal Dangerfield coming into the game, the last 90 seconds, um, you know, she made an impact. She, you know, she was able, they were able to get four points out of it. Um, you know, with Michaela Anyuede coming in as well. I think that, you know, shrinking your bench was not the, the best thing to do. I think it was just more so understanding who's work, who works best with who on the floor would have been a little bit better. So Michaela, I felt like should have gotten a little bit more minutes. Crystal Dangerfield definitely should have gotten a lot of minutes. Um, and even, you know, sliding in Dee Dee um, when Rebecca Gardner was in, you know, just kind of tiring Rebecca Gardner out, you know, offensively as well, um, you know, with a bigger body. And Dee Dee is a bigger body from that standpoint. So I think that, um, you know, she could have spared uh, Sabrina and Marine some minutes as well, you know, but the game is the game. And, it is what it is, and we got the result, and, you know, we just have to move forward from from it, and that's a lot more credit to Chicago, you know, than it is me having my little uh, constructive rant, you know, about what went wrong with the Liberty. So, got to get credit to, uh, got to give credit to Chicago. Yeah, you got to give a lot of credit for, for Chicago. You got to understand, Chicago got what the Liberty wish they had, which is the experience, the talent. You know, just being comfortable in, in, in big games. And that's what happened. As much as the Liberty, you know, tried to fight, they just couldn't match it. Once, once you know, like I said, once Chicago took them to school, when it was a 19-0 run or a 16-0 run or whatever, it was just it was just crazy. They just did what they wanted to do. And they just, they just um, you know, had, had to, uh, you know, deal with that. <laughs> but, you know, for the Sky, they, they move on to the semifinals, which start on Sunday. Uh, they got a lot of time to get a lot of rest before they face uh, Dallas or or Connecticut. That's going to be a good game t- uh, tonight as well. I'm excited about that. Can't wait to to, to watch that game. Another winners take all. The Sky are six wins away from repeating. The first team to do it since the Los Angeles Sparks did it 20 years ago. That's why. That's a long time. That's a long time. Hard, hard to win in the W. <laughs> it's hard Absolutely. to win. Absolutely. It's really hard to win in the W. You know, I mean, first you had the dynasty of, of Houston. And so basically, Houston, the Houston Comets and the Los Angeles Sparks are the only back to back champions. Wow. That's good. And, um, you know, they, they say, they say, they say crazy things about women's basketball. Mm, mm, mm. Let's talk about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the men's side, on the men's side, you know, I think the last team to to repeat was the uh was the Warriors, right? Or something like that. You know, right. that was what six six years ago. <laughs> when in W they only had two repeat champions since 1997. 26 years. That's actually that's actually a really interesting tidbit. 
Credit to the to the research. <laughs> yeah, big credit to the research yeah. right there. Nah, but but like I, I really don't have nothing bad to say about the Liberty, except for that they, they invited me to the Zoom and I I I wasn't still able wasn't to ask a question, even though I got invited. I don't understand how that go. If I want to rant about something, I probably rant about that. But now nah, I'm just playing. Now, nah, but the the game, the game. I, I just I just wish they they had more. And once Chicago figured the Liberty out, that was it. Which yeah. which was your idea. They was listening to the podcast. James, somebody Lane. was listening. Somebody James was, was listening. listening. Somebody was listening to the podcast. Somebody definitely was because we heard everything on TV too. But the pressure that listen when you got Kalia Copper, crazy self running up and down the court guarding Sabrina like that, and then she go to the bench to get some rest, and then you got Rebecca Gardner coming right in behind. It's nothing. I mean, that's 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 crazy. How she played, that's her play style. You know what I'm saying? She's right. athletically gifted. She's really high IQ. You know, you just got to just get some players that you can fit around her, set good screens, and so she could be able to navigate behind that because that's a um, – they kind of opened the Pandora's box on how, on how to guard Sabrina. You really just got to put somebody athletic and that can defend in front of her. And, and that's that pretty much. They pretty much, you know, took her out the game. Of course, you know, Sabrina still got enough talent to where she's going to get her shots off and, and, and make plays and stuff. But after game one, I'm not going to say she wasn't useless, but they they had her they had her in check. And they went to the head of the snake. And that's what you got to do. They knocked that down. And then it unraveled everybody else. Like, I would I would have just wished, like, maybe Maureen Johann- Johannes should have, you know, got the ball more. Instead of putting the ball in Sabrina's hands like that, but I also understand in a big game you want the the ball in your best player's hands too as well. Now we know that Maureen is definitely a great decision maker, but Sabrina's a way better decision maker too as well. So it's kind of like it's kind it's kind of like you know a catch twenty two or whatever. You gotta gotta you know you lose something, you gain something or whatever like that. So I mean nothing else nothing else more to say about it. You know what I mean tough tough loss for the Liberty. Big win for the sky. They they showed their resiliency and to and now they're back in the in, in the semifinals and we should see how they go from there, Kata. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again with Chicago, I you know, once they've figured that out, it's almost a case where, all right, you know, we're comfortable now. And, you know, it, it's a case where you probably don't want to play us now. We we under we understand what it is. We've always understood what it was, but that game won woke us up really it it really really woke us up now we're like listen we here and we're by committee and we're going to continue on this journey of repeating so whoever gets in our way you better be prepared for us so um you know it's it's definitely tons of credit and um shout out to courtney vandersloot you know for sure um i know you mentioned her earlier yes her her flowers um i want to just tell you how incredible of a point guard she is just being able to probe you know that deep uh that offensive the offensive juggernaut if you will of the uh chicago sky because they play by committee just understanding you know who's cutting like a car understanding how um emma misaman is able to get uh get the ball off the off the pick and pop or pick and roll like it's just so great to see and you know I, I have to give give her um, tons of credit for that we'll be back after a quick break 
I'm Chris Stemp. I'm Donnie Stemp. Two brothers on this strange rock hurtling through space. I don't know, man. This rock is in trouble. The Week on Earth is a new podcast on climate change and the state of the planet. We're talking cars, carbon, trees, toilet paper, apocalypse, utopia, and most importantly, human behavior. We need to put the emotion into this story. How do we move from an extractive society to a regenerative society? Pretty twisted. And it gets worse. <laughs> it's changed my entire outlook. From the Peabody Award-winning producer of Netflix's Fantastic Fungi, The Week on Earth, new episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I said, man, now I'm going to repeat what I said on, on Twitter. I said something like, I was like, I couldn't watch the game as a media. I had to watch it as a fan because uh, Sloot was putting on a point guard clinic. And... And I also kind of mentioned Maureen Johannes. I, um, Johannes, I said that I can't wait to see her mature as a point guard because she got a lot of sloop. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, so what she got to do, listen, this is like basically her first, you know, real season in the W, right? She got a long ways to go. Her game is going to mature. She's going to get way better. So, and it's going to slow down for her. Like, I, like Maureen got a lot of freaking potential as a great point guard in, in, in this league and stuff. And also, you know, you, you get the, the angry Kalia Copper now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love angry Kalea Copper, bro. I, you know, she's playing defense. She's scoring, playing with emotion and everything. You know, she played hard, but I've never seen her, like, so outward with it and everything. So I was I was really enjoying it. But Vandersloot, man, listen, Vandersloot's one of the greatest point guards ever to do it. I don't know what number you put her at. You know what I'm saying? But she's one of the greats. I think that if they do win the championship this season in this playoffs, then – we're going to have to go back and revisit this and see where Sloot is at in the pantheon of WNBA point guards. Because she up there. I mean, she's really good, man. Like, I really love just the, the poise. And then also, you know, when she's playing with her wife on the court, like, they just got – I think I think it's a cheat code when you when you got your spouse on the court with you. There's no your, your ins and outs and everything, man. I was just like, man, that's a cheat code. She know where she's going to be at all the time. Boom. There you go, right there. Even even like Candace Parker, they must hang out all the time and going to eat or something like that. Because Candace Parker did a pass. I think she was she was dribbling the ball. She was smiling, and then she just threw it, and quickly just right there, boop, catch. And I love how quick. Listen, everybody, you're watching this video right here. When you're ready to catch the ball and shoot, just catch it right here. Don't do don't don't catch it and then come down and shoot. Do what Allie Quigley does. It's a it's a it's an amazing thing that she does. A great talent. All all great shooters catch, let it go. Just like that. You know, even Sabrina did it. When Sabrina hit that big three, you know, quick, let it go. No, no, no extra motion. No one, two, three. Just boop, boom. <laughs> you know, sorry, Kate. I had to get my little training session on right there real quick. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. No, nah, we teach you good. We teach it. Good. We teach it. It's always good to teach the game. It's always yeah. good to give flowers where, where flowers are, are needed. Right. Yeah. And, oh, more um, flowers. Azaray yeah. Stevens, too, man. We don't like, Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't uh, talk it, about Azaray enough. Love, love, man. I didn't even know she was 6'6. Six, six, so I was like, oh, damn, 6'6. Six, six? Man, listen, I'll tell you this. Azaray Stevens is a max player in this league, bro. I'm sorry. I might, it might be a hot take, man, but I feel like she has at, at her size, man, and you you give her 32, 33 minutes a game. Man, she'll be a multi, multi-time, um, multi-time all-star, man. Like what she just does is just so dope. And the, the sacrifice that she makes just so she could win titles is is pretty dope, especially in this league where like they're not getting paid that much money. And so like I wouldn't take, I wouldn't think that players will sacrifice anything before for her to sacrifice what she do for the betterment of the team, man. Like your Azure is really, really good. I cannot wait to see how her. 
her career keep on developing as as it moves along. Yeah, and she does it with a smile on her face. It's all the time. You know, and, and it's just it, it's it's an energy that is mm-hmm. an energy that it just kind of like it, it's almost like a sponge, um, you know, if you will, like the like when I see her smile, it's like, oh, man, she's having a great day. Having you know, a great I got to I, I got to I got to, you know, smile as well, even if I'm not having the best of days, as long as as long as, you know, uh, as you know, is on TikTok or Twitter or whatever, you know, doing her thing like she's always bringing joy you know, to the game, she's bringing joy to just people's lives. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, recognize that because a lot of people don't recognize it. So of course, you know, the 9450 is going to recognize it. Exactly. As already, listen, I know you listen to the podcast. As long as you happy, I'm happy. All right. <laughs> no, I just, I just love that infectious play. You see it all the time. Like she just be smiling, getting buckets, <laughs> smiling it down 20. It don't even bother her at all. It's like, you know, that's the, but she still played with so much fire though. That's the that's the dope part about it that she played with so much fire and she's intense too as well. Like she's a she's a really good player. But oh, before we go, Orige Guma Wale, bruh. You know what I'm saying? She's probable to return. So I asked a question on Twitter yesterday. I put a poll up actually. And you can tell like the 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 um WNBA community, WBB community is so funny, man. They're funny when it comes to their to their favorite players and stuff. So I said, uh, does Arike's potential return hurt hurts or helps Dallas' chances of winning game three? You know, uh 64% of the vote said is Arike's return is gonna hurt. I'm like, yo, y'all crazy, man. Kena, did you vote on that, man? What <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I didn't vote. I I just I, I was not a fan at that point. So my my thing is uh, with Arike and, and the possibility of her returning is um, is simple. As great as a player as Arike is, mm-hmm. as long as Arike understands like what's going on right now is working, yeah, it's bigger than pl- you. Plug yourself in. Plug yourself into the system that works. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know how great of a player you are. Right. We know that, you know, nobody, you know, nobody wants to to take that away from you. You know, it's at this point, the magnitude um, is bigger than the ego, if you will. Yeah. So put yourself in a position where you can get the same buckets that you get. But efficiently. Yeah, that's all everybody's asking. Yeah, that's all everybody's asking. So if there's a possibility that she returns and I saw her tweet. You know, and um, and praise them. You know, you're blessed. You know, yeah. and whatever you were talking about, what it couldn't, it, it didn't even have to be about basketball. That tweet, yeah. But I'm, you know, you're shedding positive light um publicly, so I want to give that positive light back to you. So you're blessed. So whatever, whatever you were tweeting about, you're blessed. You know what I'm saying? So I think that um, the, but the, getting back to the game, let the game come to you, and that, and I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, she definitely got to let the game come to her. They they they're rolling, and you don't want to just come in here and 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 step on the the um, and step on everything and, and then kind of kind of mess it up, you know. I, and I and I hope that you're ready to play. Don't just be you know you excited and you hyped to get out there and stuff, and then you might injure yourself some more. I just hope that you're ready to ready to rock. And, and so they they need you in order to win. In order for them to contend, they actually need you. You know, and I know the fans, you know, they be saying otherwise, but nah, you need your best player to win at all times. Enrique can do when, let's just say it like this, Kata, and I think you agree. 
when Enrique is locked in and everything is going right for her, she is one of the most dangerous players in this league, you know, but sometimes she can draw outside of the coloring line. They can hurt the team's success and stuff, and they've been rolling. You hear them taking a little bit of subliminal shots at her, like, hey, you know, when the ball is moving, this, that, and other. So just go in there and plug and play. You know, your time is going to come when it's going to have to be ISO, Enrique. Your time will come, and they're going to rely on you for that. You know what I'm saying? But just fit in. But, yeah, we're going to get on out of here, man. Thank you for listening to Keep It in 9450, name WB. Be part of the 9450 Basketball Network. Don't forget to follow us at the 9450. Follow K.K.Lou38. Follow me, the DR Test Pod. Follow 808 2 at Snacks for Tweets. 808 will be with us uh, in the playoffs. He's just, you know, in the process of transition and stuff like that. So he will be with us for the rest of the playoffs coming soon. And um, yeah, because, you know, 808 is a Chicago guy. So definitely going to be hearing his nonsense. <laughs> when it comes to the sky, they talking about New York. Yes, they was going crazy uh, against uh, on New York yesterday. I was just like, man, all right, whatever, yo. You know, do what y'all want. Good one. I, I told him, listen, listen. I told him, I was like, listen, listen. Keep it on the court. Keep it on the court. We, yeah. you know, we we love we love the we we love the antics. We we love it, but we keep that thing on the court. Don't 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 take it outside of it. Don't talk about exactly. our don't talk about our stuff off the court don't talk okay. about the mta don't talk about cta don't don't talk about all that like keep that thing on the court we already and, know what it is and first of all we're gonna be talking about the mta and the cta listen the cta is not even 24 hours how you got a big <laughs> how you got a how you got a big city big subway system one of the biggest subway systems in the world is not 24 hours it's closed it's closed at a certain time. MTA, they it's called MTA your way because we we need to move around all the time. You know, so I got my New York pride on. You see the hat, Kate, I representing <laughs> Queensbridge and everything. See 808s, man. You know, I love them though. Good see, dude. Look, look, look what you st- look what you started. You know what I'm saying? But nah, yeah. all, no, you know what I'm saying? Like the 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 city, the cities themselves, you know, hands down, you know, two of the best cities in the world. So, you yeah. know, we we give we give much respect to you know, to our hometown in New York, and definitely give much respect to the city of the of the city of Chicago. Um, both are um, great cities, and you know, I can't wait. I can't wait to to visit Chicago. I I don't say a lot because I've never been to Chicago um, mm-hmm. in my lifetime just yet. So you know, I can't say anything that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So Chicago get a bad rap, bro. It's a beautiful city, though. Like you, we yeah, know. Yeah, and I can tell. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's a very beautiful city. Lake Michigan, you know, is is really dope. It just gets a, a bad rap because of you know we ain't gonna go into that though. It, nah, that, nah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, eight oh eight's gonna have to stop talking about the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> beautiful cities, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. All right, beautiful <laughs> pizza too as well. I had a friend that uh, you know, I wanted some deep dish so bad, and. My son Austin, he was already born, but we still had his baby shower. And my friend, she brought in two deep dish pieces from Chicago. Flew to New York, you know what I mean? Just because it was the love. And I and I, and still so Chicago deep dish deep dish pieces lit, but come on now. Like we gotta we gotta it always gotta chill, man. But yeah, love is love <laughs> to Chicago, man. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Kate, I, uh, you know, don't forget to follow the show, support the podcast, we're making it happen. And um, yeah, with that being said, love is love. Peace.